Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Lisa Willems from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today we'll be discussing Mayo Clinic's IDHQ test with Dr. He Wan. Before we get into the test details, Dr. He, would you provide a brief background about yourself? Sure. I'm Ron He. I'm a hematopathologist specializing in myeloid neoplasms. I'm also a co-director of the Molecular Hematopathology Lab, where we offer molecular testing for the diagnosis, prognosis, and therapeutics of hematologic neoplasms to both the Mayo Clinic internal patients as well as our outside clients worldwide. I've been with Mayo Clinic for 12 years, and I'm, I not only lead the test development in the molecular heme lab, but I'm also an end user of these tests as a hematopathologist working on bone marrow cases for diagnosis. So this physician lab structure of our lab and similarly in many other labs at Mayo Clinic Laboratories actually really gives us a unique niche of providing content expertise for our tests. Thank you, Dr. He. You are definitely the subject matter expert to delve into insights about this testing today. Could you give an overview of the IDHQ test, please? This assay evaluates for 16 hotspot missense mutations in genes IDH1 and IDH2. It includes six mutations involving IDH1 at position R32 and 10 mutations involving IDH2 at R140 and R172. This is a quantitative analysis by droplet digital PCR and the analytical sensitivity is 0.5%. Dr. He, I think you just have mentioned one of the key benefits of the droplet digital PCR approach. You have mentioned high sensitivity. Is there anything else that you want to touch on about that? Yes, as you know, we already covered the two genes, IDH1 and IDH2, in our NGS test for AML and also myeloid neoplasms. Although in our lab, we do prioritize all the NGS testing for AML cases, the digital droplet PCR test as a single gene assay offers the advantage of a much quicker turnaround time, which greatly facilitates timely therapeutic decisions in newly diagnosed or relapsed or refractory AML patients. Thank you, Dr. He. That is very helpful. And you just touched on type of patient case that is most appropriate for this test. Why is IDH1 and IDH2 important in disease diagnosis, prognosis, or therapeutic management for patients? IDH1 and IDH2 missense mutations, they are seeing approximately 5 to 10% of acute myeloid leukemia and myelodysplastic syndrome patients. In AML, they are predominantly associated with the intermediate risk karyotype and their impact on the AML prognosis remains controversial. More importantly, therapeutically, the FDA has approved IDH1 inhibitor ivocytinib monotherapy, 
or in combination with azacitidine for the treatment of newly diagnosed IDH1 mutated AML patients when they are at least 75 years of age or have comorbidities that preclude the use of intensive induction chemotherapy. FDA has also approved IDH1 inhibitor ivocitinib and most recently alutacitinib for relapsed refractory IDH1 mutated AML in adult patients. Regarding the IDH2 mutated AML, FDA has also approved IDH2 inhibitor anacitinib for the treatment of relapse or refractory AML in adult patients. Furthermore, there are emerging data that suggest that IDH1 and IDH2 mutated uh, de novo AML patients, they may benefit from the BCL2 inhibitor venetoclax or hypomethylating agent, or sometimes the combination therapy will be helpful. So I would say the main indication for the testing is the therapeutic implication. Dr. He, thank you very much for those insights. Very important around FDA approval of therapeutic options, especially relative to the IDH1 and IDH2 mutations. Thank you again for that insight. Is there anything else that you wanted to comment about this particular essay? Regarding the testing method, as I already mentioned, IDH1 and IDH2 mutations can be tested using sequencing platforms. Nowadays, NGS is most commonly used. The advantage of NGS lies in its ability of massive parallel sequencing so that multiple genetic targets can be evaluated all at once. The caveat is that along with the um, markedly expanded breadth of genetic interrogation comes with markedly increased technical and interpretative complexity of the test. So that will lead to a much longer turnaround time for NGS test results. Whereas the single gene assay of IDH1 and 2 as a droplet digital PCR, we are only looking at the two genes and therefore it's much nimble with a much quicker turnaround time, which is designed clinically to better inform clinicians of these therapeutic choices in a timely manner. Particularly for newly diagnosed AML patients unfit for intensive chemotherapy or for AML patients presenting with relapse or refractory disease. Additionally, for hotspot mutational analysis, quantitative allele-specific PCR can be performed. In comparison to allele-specific PCR, digital droplet PCR has the advantage of providing absolute quantification with excellent accuracy and no need to rely on references or standard curves. Thank you. Dr. He, if you would describe the specific group of patients where testing is recommended. Yeah, the National Comprehensive Cancer Network, NCCN, their AML guideline, they do recommend IDH1 and IDH2 testing in AML patients to guide appropriate therapeutic selections. This test is recommended for AML patients at time of the diagnosis and also at disease relapse for the assessment of IDH1 and IDH2 mutations that would qualify them for the FDA-approved targeted therapies or alternatively for the consideration of venetoclax hypomethylating agent combination therapy or any other pertinent clinical trials. In AML patients with refractory disease, this test can also be performed to evaluate the IDH1 and IDH2 mutational status for the same reason, if not previously tested. 
Dr. Heath, thank you so very much for being our subject matter expert today in the benefit and insights around IDH1 and IDH2, specific to our AD, IDHQ test. As an aside, Mayo Clinic has a full spectrum of complementary and comprehensive tests within this disease state so that patients receive and can be tested with the right test when they need it. To learn more about IDHQ testing and other testing, including our Mayo Complete Next Generation Sequencing Testing, please visit mayoclinic labs.com.